Welcome everyone to Narwhals episode 18. It is the year 2015. Still. Yes, and we are on episode 18. What's up, Kieran? Not much. It's been a while. It's been a long time. How you doing? I'm doing good. It has been a while. It has been a while. You are correct right there. A lot of people um, wondering, are we still going to do these? Are they are they done? I kept, kept telling them, no, we're going to do them. We'll do them. Yeah, we'll do them. I'm just in an extraordinarily uh, unaverage situation, being in my RV, traveling around. How's the tour? Ain't How's it going? Of time. Um, it's going good, man. It's going good. It's uh, It's a different kind of lifestyle than I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought I was going to get out here on the road. And before I left, I got rid of some of the stuff I was doing. Yep. And I was like, man, I'm going to have so much time on my hands to work on just a couple things. But uh, Not the case? Not the case at all, actually. I, um, it's very difficult to find time to work. But on the flip side, it's very easy to find time to do other things, right? Because, you know, we're either traveling which means driving, um, or we get to a new place and we're checking out the area, checking out the sites, and uh, and then there's you there's usually like in a, in a week's time I'll have like one or two days um, where we'll not have anything to do, and on those days I guess to work like today was one of those days. It's a work day. Yeah. Otherwise, it's at night. Um, but usually it's only a few hours because, man, I'm in an RV, so if my wife wants to sleep, I got to shut my computer off. Yeah, you kind of got to do what everybody else wants to do yeah, during the yeah. day and also at night. Yeah, yeah. Where are you right now? You're on the East Coast? I am. I'm in, well, I'm right outside of Charleston in, in Mount Pleasant, which is a super cool area. Um, I was very, uh, very surprised um, having gone through Alabama and uh, Florida and Mississippi and Louisiana and Texas, you know, that's the South is what I thought it would be. But man, here on the coast, um, it's a very different kind of South. South Carolina and even in Savannah and Georgia, what a rad town Savannah is! Oh my gosh, yeah, I had no idea, man. It's like a, it's not even like a city. It's like a, it's, it, it was planned in the set in the seventeen hundreds, like a planned city. And um, it's it's a city of homes. When you're on the freeway, you're looking into the city, and there it looks like buildings inside of a forest, and not the other way around. Not like little tufts of trees inside a cityscape. Mm-hmm. It's like man, there's just a few buildings, and they're not very many of them are higher than the trees. So it looks like you're going into this forest city thing. It's really radical, and you get in there, and it's. I don't know. It's just it's super awesome. It's it's like a re, it's like a home city. It's like mostly old homes, you know. Huh. So, and it's I don't know. It's super cool. Uh, it's like a labyrinth though, because every square looks the exact same, and homes are laid out the exact same. Like you know, the spaces allotted the exact same everywhere you go. So sure. you go down street to street, and everything looks uh, you know super similar, but it, in a cool way. Savannah's super cool. Charleston is, man, dude, the downtown of Charleston blew me away, uh, even more than Savannah. I was so surprised. It's just, it's super epic. Like, they have a French Quarter, and I was like, man, I'm in Paris right now. It's, <laughs> dude, Charleston's, yeah, wow. That's super cool. cool city. And is so, that a, is this like the most north you've been? Like, you haven't made it up to New York or anything, right? Man, yeah, I've been to New York before, 
No, I mean on this trip. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Not the most north in general, but on the East Coast, yes, the most north. Like we went um, down to the Florida Keys, and then we went back to Texas, and then we went up to Kansas, and we went over to Dodge City, which is, you know, right before we hit Colorado, bordering Colorado. And then we headed across Kansas and hit all the other states like Arkansas, and we hit Tennessee, um, and then we hit uh, North Carolina, and we came straight down into Georgia, and we were now in South Carolina. We're going to be up in Myrtle Beach tomorrow, nice. and, then, and then we'll be spending quite a bit of time on the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Yeah, I've been there. I've vacationed there. Little family reunions there before. Yeah. That's, that's nice. That's, it's the only place I've surfed on the East Coast. Uh, is there on the Outer Banks before I've surfed there. Nice. Warm Atlantic water. Yeah, not uh, not like out here. It's still cold. We, and we're in the middle of like, we've had a day, day and a half now of rain, which is awesome. And our our state needs it. And it's, it's quite enjoyable uh, mm-hmm. since it's such a rarity. But um, yeah, it's like 60 degrees out and I'm freezing my ass off. Like it's a yeah, far we, cry from, from the temperatures you've been in. Yeah, we... Um, it's 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 kind of crazy, dude. Over here, the weather like shifts in extremes. Like when we were in Oklahoma, it was like forty degrees, and the next day it was eighty, and then two days later it was down to like sixty again, and then the next day it was ninety. I'm like, what is this? But it's tornado season, so I guess that's what happens there. And so while we were yeah. there, we went up. Like I said, we went up to Kansas, and we were we went over to Dodge City, which is all the way on the west side of Kansas. Uh, Kansas to get outside of the tornado zone because there were tornadoes going through there, and then yeah. we kind of followed it eastward so that way we would be in between the tornado strikes and we wouldn't get anywhere near them. Scary. And uh, and so we were kind of following the uh, the tornadoes, but um, in a in a in a in a in an evasive way, <laughs> right. not like yeah, we were trying as, to meet them. As long as you're <laughs> the one doing the chasing, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're good. Um, yeah, but man, it's it's the weather's wild um, uh, in in the center of the U.S. It's not yeah, all it's, stable in Colorado, which where I'm from, they used to say uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Because <laughs> that's literally what it was. It would yeah. be snow. It's snow. You know what I say about SoCal, s- man? If you don't like the weather, drive five minutes. That's what I say. Yeah. Be- because in Southern Cal, if you don't like the cold of the coast, you just drive 10 minutes inland. And, man, it's a totally different climate. <laughs> right. It's like when on the news when they give the weather forecast, they give four different forecasts. So, yeah. like, if you're in the mountains, it's this. If you're in the desert, it's this. If you're on the coast, it's But it's always it's this. stable, you know. And one thing I thought about um, the south that I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy myself so much on, on the east coast being there for so long. Because... You know, they got gators, they got tons of bugs and snakes and all this kind of stuff that you're just not used to growing up on the West Coast, you know? Right. They just eat them all. Yeah. You're just not used to not being on the top of the food chain. Yep. And, um, but, I don't know, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> Except when, man, when I was in West Memphis in uh, on the Mississippi River in, oh gosh, Arkansas, yes, Arkansas. No. I don't know. Uh, I'm so retarded. I've been so many places in such a small amount of time. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Arkansas. Okay. I was in West Memphis, Arkansas. On the Mississippi River, like steps from it. Um, and holy cow. There was, yeah, it's Arkansas. There was so many mosquitoes, dude. There was like you could see like clouds of them. Oh, and yeah. When I rolled up and I had to undo my, R- or set up my RV, 
I had put on my hoodie, put my hood up, had my sweatpants on, even though it was hot out. And it was, it was like evening times, prime, prime mosquito time, dude. And it was, I was like breathing them in. I was like setting up my jacks and stuff. And I look on my arm and they're like lined up like troops on my arm trying to suck through my uh, hoodie. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like <laughs> flicking them off and stuff. It was mind blowing. I yeah, like breathed nasty. some in. I'd never experienced that in my life, dude. It's just so many mosquitoes. And uh, during the day, I was like, I don't understand how people can live here. Um, it just blew me away. Uh, but you know, once you get into the cities or whatever, it's, it's less. But right. other than that, like there hasn't been like a retarded amount of bugs. Like I thought there'd be or anything like that. It's been yeah. It's been nice. For when sure. I was a when I was a kid, we uh, my parents we were living in Colorado. My parents got transferred to Virginia. We moved to like outside of Richmond, Virginia, for like six or nine months, and then we they got transferred back to Colorado. So it was a short little stint on the East Coast. And yeah, I remember going to like a soccer game in the evening, uh, and you could even see the other side of the field. You couldn't even see the goal on the other side of the field because there was the gnats and mosquitoes was so thick. And you were just like running through a cloud. You're running through a fog of bugs uh, yeah. while you were playing. It was, yeah, it was, I've never, I've never seen anything like that since. Dude, and on the Mississippi River, there was dudes with their shirts off fishing. I'm like, I guess you just kind of accept the fact that you're going to just be eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah, and your body is just one big like welt. pimple at that point. Yeah, it's just. I was thinking about it. I was like getting super detailed in my mind. Like, man, I guess people just grow up with it. And they're just like, if they're itchy because mosquitoes, it's just like, that's normal. And they don't even think about it. Being I'm not dude, itchy is itchy. I'm itchy right now. I got like five mosquito bites on me right now at this moment, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm itchy now and I don't. Just talking about it. Gosh, this. dang, dang. So, um, yeah, I know I sound like a weird city kid or something like that. But I'm not at all a city kid. It's just... I'm from the West Coast, and we don't deal with it as much um, as not on the all. East Coast. And it's not a bad thing, I guess, you know, if you're used to it or whatever, because there are some amazingly beautiful spots in the South. And just in general, like the look and feel and, man, how untouched uh, the coastline is. Yeah. In some, in, not in everywhere, but in, in not in Florida especially, but uh, here in South Carolina anyways, man, it's pretty, pretty awesome to kind of see the stuff available. Now, if they didn't have the gators, man, I could move. Because the gators, I could never move. But, you know. You know. I hear you. So Some what's California's going on nice. with you? Uh, not much. Got a an Apple Watch yesterday. Oh. Uh, day it came out. They sent they, me the lottery thing where, like, you have been selected to oh, buy yeah. one. Like the special opportunity. Yeah, I'm like, totally no. sounds like a... a Weird sounds hack like, thing that sounds like they send it to everyone, is what it sounds like. Yeah, it like. sounds like a scam. It sounds like <laughs> a perfect opportunity to like get somebody's credit card info. Yeah, totally. But apparently it is legit. No, got the watch. I was uh I was I'm interested in it and now I've been wearing it for, for what, a day and a half. Um uh, I got like the ch- the cheapest one you could, like the forty two millimeter, which I guess isn't the cheapest one, the forty two millimeter sport basic one. Um just because I figured one, I'm not a watch guy. So I'm not I'm not jumping out of my my seat to like wear a watch now, and, and two, two next year it's going to come out. Yeah, <laughs> two next year it's actually going to be the real thing, uh, and three three it's like yeah if I, I'll try it I'll wear it for like a week or two and if I don't like it then I still have it for you know developing testing purposes 
but I won't feel bad that I shelled out seven hundred or seventeen thousand uh, dollars on something that's just sitting on my desk for testing. Seven hundred bucks. If you wanted like the stainless steel forty two, whatever, How whatever. Much is yours? Mine was like three fifty, three ninety, something like that. Is that that's like as expensive as an iPad, right? Uh, I don't know. Probably, it's like the same price as like a new phone or a new phone uh, on contract or uh, eligible for an upgrade. So I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, and there's still um, and it's not that price because it needs to be because it costs a lot to make. It's that price simply because it's in the fashion category. You got me. I have no idea. I honestly am not sure because it's like. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It is because it has less components, you know, less hardware um, than, you know, the iPad or the iPhone. So yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. Less hardware. Definitely a lot of software. There's a lot of communication, completely opaque communication going on between the watch and your phone. Like it's um, they keep you mean advertising opaque or it. transparent? No, I mean opaque. Like you turn on, you turn on Wi-Fi and you turn on Bluetooth and it's kind of completely, to a developer at least, you have really little insight into how these things are connecting or communicating. And Tim Cook always on his, on stage is saying, like, this is Apple's most intimate device ever. And I can I see that and I get that. It's taking your pulse and everything. But it's it's almost even more intimately tied to your iPhone than it is to you. It's kind of cool and kind of really weird in a way. Like, you fire up the uh, the remote shutter app on your watch and your phone will turn on unlock and open up your camera app like without you ever touching it or even just like uh there's other examples that have happened i can't even think of one but where the phone and the in the watch are uh, very much in sync kind of beyond what symbiotic I relationship yeah or if like the watch has a kind of cool feature that i didn't know about is you can still put a lock on it you can put a four-digit passcode on it and as soon as you as soon as you take it off your wrist, it locks. So as long as you've got it on and you keep it on, it's unlocked. But as soon as you take it off, it'll ask you, once you try to do something with it, to, to sign in. But if you unlock your phone, it will unlock your watch automatically, and you can set it vice versa too. So your watch can unlock. Just by having your watch unlocked, your phone will be unlocked. So it's kind of this cool little... Uh, do you find yourself glancing between your phone and your watch a lot? Or is it like, oh, man, I could be all watch all day? I So I've only small sample set. It's been a day, a little over a day. Uh, I am off my phone more now, which is – it's actually kind of nice. I've actually kind of – I was a little worried about it going into that. It's like, okay, here's going to be this other screen. Here's going to be this other device. I'm going to be on both equally. It's going to be like information overload, notification overload. And that's actually been the opposite of the case, like – if you're on, if you're getting notification overlaid and you just have a, a phone, you don't even have a watch, you're kind of already dealing with that, right? Like, turn off your notifications or like turn off what apps can notify you. Like, s- slow your roll on your own. Um, I don't think having this sec- this additional screen that's on you is going to like make or break that. But for me, uh, I don't have notification overload, and now when I feel a gentle tap on the wrist and all I have to do is like glance down at my wrist real quick and get the, get the notification without ever reaching in my pocket or looking like a, uh, you know, a dude who's totally zoned out standing in line somewhere or whatever. Um, it's actually kind of nice. It's actually, 
it's much quicker, it's much more efficient, and I don't feel the need to like always be on my phone instead. It's been surprising. Yeah. Um, An alternative. Yeah. Because I'm like like you, uh, the only notifications on my phone is text messaging. Nothing else sends notifications on my phone. Um, But an alternative route uh, to cooling uh, cooling down your notifications, as you're saying, other than getting the Apple Watch, is to go on an RV trip with your family. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you've you've got two options here. (laughs) <laughs> he will never be around it <laughs> yeah but so yeah I'd say my my 24 hour 32 hour in review uh, is it's actually been a lot better than I was thinking it would be and it's there's still it's still not nearly it's not as powerful you can barely do anything in terms of an actual application which I've I've now built and have an application out for it that's so so limited in terms of what you can do that at the same time I'm not reaching for my phone because I don't have to for notifications and and whatever um there's also not a lot for me to do like I'm not going to sit there and after I see a notification on my watch like continue playing around because there really isn't much to play around with um so I guess at that point depending on who you are like you can either go on your phone and start playing Tetris on your phone, or you can just be like, well, I guess I don't have anything to do. Back to life. Huh. Yeah, because the stuff I've seen from it online, which hasn't been much, is most people are like, yeah, you should wait for the second version. I don't know if it's... I actually don't think it's going to be a hardware thing, so this is this is my thought, my, my opinion. Um, I think in June at WWDC, they're going to open the gates... Uh, at least that's what everyone's hoping. Because right now, I just built. Uh, I have a. I had a calculator app <clears throat> that I built for iPhone like two years ago or whatever, three years ago. Uh, and I just randomly decided a couple nights ago that this would make a cool little, a little test for a a watch app. So I stayed up late one night making it, spit it out, and it had had like thirty hours before the watch came out. And I was like, "There's no way." And somehow Apple actually reviewed it and approved it in time to be there on a set Friday morning for the launch day, which was surprising. Um, but that's right. Sitting there, sitting there and actually like playing around with, uh, what, how I could make this thing work. Uh, there is the, the current state of, of the dev environment on a watch is beyond limited. Like you've got, you've got five, like five or six things like a label, a button, a map, uh, a little table with that can have rows uh, or an image like those are the and a slider like a switch. Can you subclass anything and like draw your own? No, I mean yeah. you can subclass. Go ahead and subclass, but you can't. There's no view. There's no drawing. There's no touch inputs. There's no gestures. There's no tapping into any other. So you can't of design input. anything. Is what you're saying? Everything that if you do design the everything the, there's no animations because there's no UI views. There's everything that you can do right now essentially has to be faked. You have to like, if you want something to animate in, you've got to set up an image sequence that animates once and then stops and puts the element on, you know, as the elements on screen or whatever. If you want to like stack things on top of each other, the thing in the background better be like a flat background image on that element. Like everything is faked. If you've got, you're seeing these apps right now that are coming out that have little like circular 
uh, progress bars or like loaders that you know are in a circle uh, that color in and, and animate in. All of that is a, is an image sequence <laughs> at one hundred percent. There's no drawing going on. Wow. So it's like it's this crazy constrained place that's kind of refreshing in a way because everybody's in this on the same page with it. Um, but there's there's so little you can do with it. So my so back to my my guess is that at WWDC, they're going to release the actual SDK in which they're going to say, "Cool, here's how you can draw things." Because Apple's obviously doing it. Uh, here's how you can take touch inputs to render a drawing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I meant uh, version two of the watch itself. Right, which will probably be even better, but yeah, because like when time. I first saw the iPhone, um, a buddy of mine had bought one, and, and the original iPhone, and I played around with it, and that was you know the the fastest you could connect back then was AT and T's Edge network, mm-hmm. and it was designed the network was designed for dumb phones, you know, um, it wasn't designed to load web pages or anything like that, right. And so everyone knows the edge is slow. Um, but back then it didn't matter. It was plenty fast enough. Why would you need anything faster? Um, and so I played with it and I was like trying to load a website and I'm like, this is taking forever. It was like minutes, you know? And so I'm like, there's no way I'm going to buy this thing. I would just get so frustrated <laughs> like sitting here waiting. I'm like, Seriously. I did this when I was 12 and it was 1994 and... <laughs> We had to wait. If you wanted to go shopping online, you had to sit there and wait for the image to slowly load because you're on like a 14K modem and it takes forever to do anything. It's just frustrating. Right. Uh, that's why everything was chatting and just text, you know. Um, so you waited? You waited for the 3G? Yeah, so I waited and I got the uh, 3G. It was the first one I got. And um, because, yeah, I got 3G because that's when the at and 3G network came out and it was... They call it 3G for the network, and then they just ended up calling it 3G. Right. Um, and then, the, you know, the four iPhone 4 came out after that. But 3G, yeah, so 3G, 3GS. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean major versions. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – I kind of feel like the Apple Watch will be probably along the same lines. Like, the first yeah. version is – I don't know. I don't – actually, I don't know if they'll – I would assume the next version, they might change the look of it a little bit, but I don't know how much. But I think like three versions from now, it'll be like super slim. You know what I mean? And it's not yeah. going to be like a big bulky thing. No, it'll be insane what's in three versions from now. Like right now, you can't, you can do very, very little without your iPhone in your pocket. Like, yeah. I think the only things you can do are anything that obviously doesn't require like a, like the the actual watch face and stuff. Or you can also do you can do Apple Pay which without your phone, which is cool, and you can do Siri without your phone. And aside from Have that, you ever like, used Apple Pay? I, I've used it. I used it for the first time maybe like two weeks ago, and it was it was kind of surprising that it take it took that long for me to think to use it. Uh, I haven't used I, it on my watch yet though, and I'm super excited to do that. I haven't even added a card to my Apple Pay yet. Um, I just had a chance. I just had good enough Wi-Fi yesterday to be able to download the new uh, or the iOS 8.3 update. 
uh, hadn't even been oh, able to geez. update since then. <laughs> Man, because I'm around like terrible Wi-Fi and uh, all the time, so it's you, you sound pretty good right now. Yeah, well, I'm I'm tethered. Oh, there you go. It's my phone. So, <laughs> so you're not going to be downloading iOS updates? No, yeah, because it's uh, a lot of a lot of gigabytes, and I only have so many per month. Yeah, so. hold on to those. Yes, it's very precious. But I think, yeah, I think like second version or third version of this of the watch is going to be insane. Like, there's going to be a built-in GPS because they'll figure out how to get that small and tiny and consume less battery, and they'll figure yeah, out how and, to. And I, I look at the Apple Watch now. And I see it as if I'm three years from now, and I see it as this big bulky thing. I don't see it as like, oh, it looks so good. I see it's like this looks like a prototype version one kind of deal that they just can't wait to slim down because <laughs> it's so big and bulky. It's, I, I understand yeah. they're trying to do that like for the fashion thing or whatever, but it's also I think dictated by the fact that that's the size they can make it at this time. Like you know, with the with the iPod, the original one, versus before they canned the iPod Classic, look how thin that thing was. Right. Is it still around? I don't know if it's still around. I think they um, did discontinue the Classic. Yeah, but I mean, it ended up being like this paper-thin deal, you know what I mean? Like you're going to break it in half. Yeah. And um, and it started off as this like literally a brick almost. Um, and I feel like that's what the Apple Watch is now. I can't see it as something cool-looking. I can only see it as an antiquated device <laughs> for some reason my eyes you're such a you're such a futurist no it's not that it's just all i see is like living that's a couple gonna years look out. hilarious <laughs> in a couple years right putting it on for the first time because i never i didn't go into the store and like try it on or anything uh i just pre-ordered it because i knew i would have one for testing anyway um you're so risky it's a lot yeah so risky uh <laughs> it's a lot it's actually smaller than i thought it was going to be uh I, maybe that's just because you're kind of used to like watches looking bulky these days because that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the style. So Two actually, putting, actually, <laughs> actually putting it on, I was like, is, am I sure? Am I sure I got the 42? Like this does not look. Uh... Well, yeah. Did you read Mike Rundle's review of it? The way they uh, measure it. Oh, I it, did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way they measure it is different than the way other people measure it. So really, it's actually itty bitty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it'll, I agree that. You know, version two and three are going to be pretty sweet, a lot different, a lot more powerful. But hopefully we get, we as developers, not necessarily consumers, but we as developers. Is it a retina screen? It is, yeah. Is it a poopy retina screen? Uh, it's not bad. Like if you get close to it, it does. It definitely does not look as great as the iPhone. But I was surprised because I did read Mike Ronald's review and that along with maybe just a couple of weeks between a pre-order and a delivery, I totally started talking myself out of it. I was like, this is going to be super lame. It's going to have lots of problems. I'm going to see loading screens all the time. And it, there are a lot of loading screens. The screen isn't as good as your iPhone, but all in all, I'm actually much more pleasantly surprised than I was expecting to be. That's because you had such low hopes. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe that was Mike Rundle's uh, yeah. intent was just to lower everybody's expectations. He was paid by Apple to do that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> did uh, have you ever seen or played with a Retina iMac? Uh, the five K. Yeah, I have not. I just got the re- I just got the new MacBook Pro to finally replace my like five year old macbook air and its screen okay. the retina screen on that guy is unbelievable so i'd imagine the 5k is yeah the pro the, the pro the macbooks versus the imax okay they look like the difference between 
the iPhone non-retina and the no, iPhone retina. No, I'm no, not, dude. I'm not There's joking. There's no way, dude. I've had two retina MacBooks. I have my wife has one right now because I sold mine uh, when we went on this trip, and they it's like night and day. They are so so different. The pixel density, the brightness. I mean, because it's an iMac screen, it's the best screen they make. Sure, is so amazing. And five like, K is a is a ton of pixels. But you're saying like right now, if you go look at a oh, yeah. MacBook oh, Pro Retina, yes, you're yes. like you're you you're throwing notice, up in your mouth. You yeah, you can notice a huge difference. Whenever I look at my wife's computer, I th- my brain tells me that it's not a Retina screen. Yuck, on a MacBook Pro Retina. Because I'm so used to my beautiful, delicious 5K. And I'm not even, like, exaggerating, dude. Like, other people have said that same stuff. And if you get get yourself an iMac 5K, go play with one at the store, and you'll see. Like, writing code and everything, it's, like, so crispy to crystal. Does it make your code better? Oh, totally. It runs faster. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, Everything about it. No, what's great, what I love about it, is you know how on the um, the six plus you got the three? Well, do you have a six plus? I've got the six, but I know what you're talking about. The, da- the, you don't know the down sampling. No, no, no. I was going to say the three X. Right, which then get down sampled. Yeah, yeah, but it's still three X. It still looks better than a six, right? It looks freaking astounding. It's like there are, that. There are more pixels, yes, but it looks astounding. Okay, and it looks more astounding than having less pixels and i agree i'm trying to say that's that's the difference of the imac uh 5k like when you get up close you, it's or even from far away it's just so gosh darn good looking i believe it but i just don't know i, I can't imagine Dude, even like when you okay back at our... even when you upscale video right so if you, there's really no video that's you know native to the 5k um, everything's, you know, even HD is, you know, vastly smaller. But when you upscale HD, because them pixels is so teeny, you don't even see any of that artifacting stuff. It just looks so, everything looks so good. Right. And I'm one of the, yeah, I don't know. Out of everything Apple's ever done, it's one of the things I'm most impressed by is their freaking 5K screen. It's so good. Huh. Yeah, I've I've definitely looked at them before, but. Maybe I need to go uh, look at them again. Yeah, you need to stop buying buying laptops. That's what you need to stop doing. Well, I I have a Mac Pro at home. Oh, do you have the my, the black one? Yeah, the little trash can. You have that one? Yeah, that's my. I mean, that's my main computer. But oh, I needed. I did a, not know that. I needed an improvement for the. How is uh, that one? Go. How is that thing? It's awesome. It's a workhorse. Like I barely even tap into this thing's capability, but. Then obviously there's no screen. I have to provide my own screen. So that's I've got what a, I feel like because I was like, man, I'm gonna get one of those things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like three times the price of an iMac, and iMac comes with a screen. It's it's a valid argument. And I was like, if I did video editings, I would probably get it, but I'm like, I don't do video editing anymore, so I don't ever see myself using its power. Yeah, it is very very powerful, and in that regard, it's awesome. Yeah. Plus, it just looks cool. Just it does it. look cool. It's it's a very cool looking thing on the desk. Yeah, yeah, and it's small, huh? It is small. It's quiet. It is very cool. Uh, cool temperature wise. Uh, so yeah, all in all, very happy with it. But then yeah, it's up to you to supply a screen, and if you want a four K, let alone a five K, like you what do you be- use for your screen? I've got one of the uh, ultra wide uh, LGs, so it's like thirty four inch. 
but the holy poo, it's longer. It's super wide, so it's like having two, oh, yeah. two like square. So you're looking at a ruler, <laughs> a yardstick. <laughs> yeah, it's just a yardstick <laughs> with a little bit of height. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. But it's not. It's not retina. It's not. It's just big, so you feel like it's it's uh, impressive. Each pixel is the size of a <laughs> soda can. Yeah, it's like a quarter. <laughs> so it's super blurry, but it's huge. There's a lot of them. That's awesome. Um, and I'm going to. I won the. Uh, I won the WWDC lottery this year. You did? I am. I'm going in June, which is going to be awesome. I'm Dude, that's s- awesome. I've been developing for iOS for seven, eight years now and have never been. So I'm super excited. Anybody in San Francisco who wants to meet up, let me know. Cause I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to go, especially now, like actually, uh, I was excited anyway, but now having actually played with, uh, the watch both on the outside and the inside, having built an app for it, I'm twice as excited, hoping that they're going to release this, this massive watch SDK. Are you going to periscope <clears throat> that pose as you're watching the keynote? Uh, uh, the keynote, maybe. Apparently, that's the only thing that you're allowed to talk about. That's the only thing not covered by an NDA is the keynote, because everybody can see that. But then, apparently, from that point on, you're you're kind of under wraps. Well, yeah, that's why I meant the keynote. Because what you could do is you could do a private Periscope, and I could be the only one connected to it, and you could just film it for me. All right, deal. Cool. No, wait, they do it live usually now these days, right? Yeah, like, that's all. It yeah, used to be so, they like... They do it live. It used to be so every year you have no idea if they're going to bother to do it or not. But I feel the, like you do it every time. And, and every year there's like some problem with it. Like it's either yeah. super laggy or there's like a Chinese dubbed version going on at the same time. Do you remember when that happened? No. I, was, I can't remember what it was. But this past uh, this past one that they did, whatever it was, a couple months ago. Yeah, I like uh, the fact that I can get on my Apple TV. Yeah, exactly. The, this past one was great. This past one, was they nailed it. Uh, so maybe they'll nail this one. Yeah. Man, is that close? Is What month is it? May? It is end of April. Wow. Dang. Coming up. So that'll be cool. That's awesome. Um, cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's call it. Let's call Let, it. Let's ease back into this thing. We'll ease back. We'll ease back. We'll talk movies and other things next time. Yeah, I want to hear how uh, Squares went, too. I haven't really seen too. any movies. Uh, recently, <laughs> yeah, me neither, actually. But next time we should chat about how uh, how your talk went at Squares. Oh yeah, it was a blast. Um, it's not. It wasn't recorded. What? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know until I went on stage. Um, they recorded audio, but you had to you had to have gone to Squares to be able to get the audio. Uh, I get that, I guess. And uh, and it's just audio, but. Um, it was yeah, it was it was super fun and it was yeah, it was a total blast. So I had a sweet great time. Very cool. Yeah, all right, man. Well, it was good chatting with you, and thanks everyone for tuning in. Make yeah, sure you back. keep your radio dials tuned to us <laughs> next time. Yeah, every couple months we'll release one of these. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be soon. Where later when I get done with our trip, it'll be regular. You know what I was thinking? We could even do it together because we'll live in the same city. That, yeah, that would be pretty strange. We've never done that. You were already gone by the time we started. Yeah. Was I? You, well, you oh, were yeah, in I Washington. Oh, yeah, I was in Washington. Yeah, yeah I was. So, yeah, that would be cool. 
All right. All right. We will see you guys later. See ya.